We know there are times where you're just too busy to sort through the mass of information that comes your way. So to make it easier for you to stay informed, subscribe to The Morning Agenda, WITF's news podcast, supported by the City of Lancaster. Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC, providing primary and advanced specialty care throughout all of central Pennsylvania and beyond. A list of providers in the area can be found at upmc.com slash findadoc. More than 653,000 people were homeless in the U.S. during a single night last January, setting a record for the most homeless people the nation has ever seen. That's according to a report from the federal government that takes a snapshot of homelessness one day every year. It's estimated there are over 15,000 unhoused people in Pennsylvania at any given time. Many of them are children. There's an event at the state capitol in Harrisburg tomorrow that will attempt to provide some essentials like blankets to homeless people while also displaying blankets that have been contributed. It's called the Homeless Memorial Blanket Project, and we're joined by organizer Pat LaMarche. Ms. LaMarche, welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me, Scott. So how would you describe the Homeless Memorial Blanket Project? Well, um, the 21st of December is always the day where homelessness advocates like myself get together and we memorialize the people who lost their lives on the street friend of mine, Alan Rigg, is one of those folks that lost his battle with homelessness before he got a home. Um, being on the street is very difficult, and uh, the average home- chronically homeless person dies about 30 years before the rest of us. So uh, we've used the longest night of the year to memorialize those people for a long time. S- several years ago, a group of us got together and thought, well, we could do that and then also help the ones that are still living. Uh, so we wanted to make this massive art installation of handmade blankets. All the blankets are handmade, whether they're knitted, crocheted, quilted, woven. And then uh, at the end of the night, we distribute them to individuals and agencies that can get those out to people in need. So it started out as that. Uh, this year, we have morphed a little to um, highlight especially children, youth, and infants and babies living in homelessness because there's such an enormous misconception about who the average homeless guy is, you know, (laughs) this person living under the bridge, which is true. And sometimes those people living under the bridge are children with their families, Uh, unaccompanied youth. There's just a, if you're a person, there's the difference between you and a person in homelessness is poverty. So poverty can affect people of every age and unfortunately does. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the babies. And uh, when I was reading about uh, the event tomorrow, uh, you were talking about uh, children under the age of three who are homeless. And you also used the word misconception. Many people in this country have an image of what a homeless person is. And as you said, for many people, it is the person living under the bridge. But they don't think of children under the age of three, babies in particular, that are homeless. Where did that come from? Where did the misconception come from? No, not Um, the misconception. Or how did babies, and obviously their parents or the adults with them, become? how did so many become homeless? 
Well, I've got a couple of uh, statistics here. Um, housing is the single most significant expense. The average household dedicates more than 30% of its budget to housing, way more if you're impoverished. The average American renter pays between $1,300 and $1,600 a month for an apartment. And if you're a low-wage worker, which most of these kids' parents are, uh, you can't afford to live anywhere. Um, and it's pretty common. It's pretty, it's pretty, I have been at the birth of homeless people as a shelter, um, I was the operations manager at Carlisle Cares, or which is now Community Cares, and I was vice president of Safe Harbor, both in Cumberland County. And, uh, we had women go into labor who were experiencing homelessness and didn't have anyone else, and I was in the labor room with them. You know, so babies are born into homelessness. Children and youth are part of families. And then there's, other bigger, more specified areas that the government um, does highlight, which is the victims of domestic violence. Uh, so there are a lot of reasons for homelessness, but they're always poverty. Um, if, if someone is, doesn't have enough money to pay their bills, something has to give, and often it's a home. You uh, touched on this, but uh, wanted to ask why there are more homeless this year, I mentioned that statistic of 653,000 nationally, the most ever in this country. And that was a snapshot back in January. But why are there more people homeless now? Well, you know, those numbers fluctuate. But the important thing about that snapshot is that it's so inaccurate. The U.S. Department of Education statistics are the ones I prefer to cite. And they say there are about a million and a half homeless school children. So if there are a million and a half homeless school children, 30,000 homeless school children in Pennsylvania. So when you start looking at that number, you know the number of overall people experiencing homelessness, the toddlers, the babies that aren't counted in that school children age, and then all their parents, and of course the elderly, which is a rapid, rapidly growing population. The thing is that that point in time snapshot doesn't count anybody who's at work while they're being counted, and the vast majority of people who are experiencing homelessness are working at least a part-time job or have some other income. And so the numbers are almost untenable. And the biggest reason probably is because most parents are scared to death that if someone finds out they're living in their car, they're going to lose their kids. So they hide. They're really good at hiding. They also don't tell you where they've, if you give someone a ride home from work, they say, oh, that's my house there, drop them off. And then they walk to where they're really staying. People aren't going to disclose something that they feel is a detriment to their own success and survival. So the number is so uh, it's, yeah, it's rapidly growing. And I'm going to, I'm going to pat a lot of people on the back that did maybe a better job of counting this year, but the count is still off by probably, I don't know, 75%. There's no way that number represents the people experiencing homelessness, especially when the department of ed numbers are so high. Hmm. That's, that's incredible. And you, you use the word untenable, it almost makes you wonder whether it's uh, the, the, the numbers the government's putting out. It, it almost sounds like it's a worthless uh, exercise in what they're doing. Hmm. So let's talk yeah. about uh, the event tomorrow. What is its ultimate purpose or goal? Well, the first thing is it's an amazing, remarkable art display put out probably 350,000 to half a million hours of work on the part of the people who handmade all the blankets. So it's a, it's a real sign of love. There's a lot of people who thought, I don't think I can do anything about homelessness, but hey, I can make a blanket. Um, you know, people feel really powerless. And so what this, what this display does is it's a gorgeous exhibit of love and caring. Um, 
the other thing that we're hoping is if you come and see 700 blankets down the steps of the state capitol, that's what it would look like if 700 people were laying there under that blanket. And every single person will have a, every one of those 700 blankets will go to a person before the week is out. So there are real numbers and they're real people. So it's, it's just last year we did the West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol. We had 1,200 blankets. They were all gone within a week. There, there are real people that will be under these blankets. And so it's on one hand, the outpouring of love. And then on the other hand, the demonstration of need. We only have about a minute or so left. I want to thank you very much for being with us today. It is not just blankets that you're looking for as far as contributions go. Is that correct? That's right. We are uh, hoping to get diapers, formula, baby needs. Uh, we're really focusing on the children right right this year. I guess it's the time of year anyway. But, um, you know, it's, it's really been a hard time the last few years. Uh, and everything's so expensive. But when I, I stood next to a pile of diapers that have been donated already, um, we're taking donations in Carlisle tonight from 3.30 to 5.30 in the town square. I stood next to a... Um, a stack of donations, and it was worth about $700, one stack of diapers. I mean, it's just so expensive. And we want to be there to help families, especially children this time of year. In about 30 seconds, uh, the logistics, where can people, where can they see the display? What can they bring? Or You've talked about that a little bit, but where can they contribute? Yeah, we're going to be on the Riverside. You can go to memorialblanket.org to help out. Uh, we're going to be on the river side of the state capitol going down that giant set of stairs there with the keystone in the center. Um, bring your children, your grandchildren. Come let them see this marvelous display of love. I mean, it's just such an amazing, it's organic. You, it, the blanket just gets steadier, bigger and bigger and bigger as people we've never met before come and bring something they've been working on since June. It's just a really amazing thing. But come see it. Come have conversations. Agency representatives will be there to talk to you about their work and how you can help and take a bigger role. Or you can reach out to memorialblanket.org and we'll put you in touch with people to answer your questions. The Homeless Memorial Blanket Project tomorrow at the Capitol. Uh, Pat LaMarche is uh, the organizer. Pat, thank you very much for being with us today. Uh, I appreciate this so much, Scott. Really, thanks for having me on.